everybody, and welcome to episode 56 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And as it has been, I don't know, for like the last six months or so, Randy Cash is there through the computer. Hey. Hey. What's up? <laughs> Not a whole lot. Just laughing at you, talking about ring uh, lights, you know, uh, super fun behind the scenes stuff. Tech, How's life? Tech talk, as we say. Tech talk. There you go. Tech talk on therapy thoughts. Well, that's a whole mouthful of stuff. Yeah, there you go. Have fun with that. Things are going <laughs> well. I hope you're doing well also. And yeah. I'm freezing. Oh my gosh, I'm freezing to death. I have like a little space heater going in my little recording studio. I guess the ventilation is not ideal in here. I'm going to have to figure that out. But did you take um, the assessments yet, Randy? Did you send me the assessments? I only <laughs> have the ones that you sent me before that I didn't take. No, so it, you're going to find this really funny. I um, I had a coaching client yesterday and they were like, I listen to your podcast every week because I want to see if Randy's taking the assessments yet. <laughs> no, I didn't take the assessments as part of the bit, man. Lady, you're killing the bit. I know. I thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. That was, I was cracking up. I was like, okay, I'm going to need a minute. That's hilarious. Let's diverge. And so like, I had to like redirect. I'm like, okay, you get some extra time here because that is funny. But anyways, I digress. So we are still talking about the five love languages. And today we're actually going to dig more into the idea of words of affirmation. That's the, that's like the one we're talking about this week. But I know you said you've taken the love languages quiz before. So I think you may have some idea of what that one is. But so essentially now we've got the DISC assessment, the four tendencies, the what was it, the attachment styles, and now the love languages that we have to get you like all up to speed on. But when we talk about words of affirmation, what we're really saying is how do you use your words to show your partner love and care and affection? And as with all of these, I do think it's important to be able to find multiple ways to sort of dig into all of the boxes. So I am all about finding overlap between the types. So some of the real simple examples that I go through are things like, Write your partner a note, um, leave it somewhere where they're going to see it before they leave in the morning, or maybe put it in the briefcase or their purse or their lunchbox or put it in their car. Do something so that they can actually have some words from you that, that tell them how you feel, that tell them that you love them, that tell them you're grateful for them, that tell them just to have a great day, that you're thinking about them. It can really be that simple. Now, some people want to say when I give that example, yeah, but that's like a written word. That's not saying it out loud. Well, by all means, say it out loud. I'm not saying you have to write it down, but I also know kind of in the busy world that we live in, not always being on the same schedule as our significant other, sometimes we have to get creative. So finding a way to write them a little love note, so to speak, is a great way to show you care. It's a great way to show that you love them. Every morning. I text my significant other something every morning, usually just good morning. But you know what? I also say it out loud while I text it. So I'm doing both simultaneously. <laughs> so because you say it out loud while you're texting, even though right. she's not aware of that. Okay. No, right. but that is actually, okay. I'll, I'll use you as an example. Then the texty thing, that's an, that's a way to share words of affirmation that we have never had other than the last like decade or so. And it's really added a whole new dimension. Yes. We could argue that text messaging 
brings with it a whole set of complications when it comes to relationship communication. But one of the good ways that it shows up is actually being able to stay in contact with someone, even if you're not able to see them, to send them a quick word to just say, hey, I love you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, I hope you have a great day. Those kinds of things. Um, I will even sometimes have clients if like, let's say, Words of affirmation is really important to one partner, but maybe not so much to the other. If it doesn't come naturally to someone, we may have to do something like set a timer in your phone so that once a day you get a reminder to you know, send your partner just a little loving message real quick or every couple of days. I don't want it to become something where it starts to feel so routine that you just do the same thing day in and day out every day. But if that's all you can do, or if that's a way to actually stay consistent, then I say, hey, knock it out. That That's a great way to keep it straight. You got to make you- sure also you don't set the bar too high too fast. You got to kind of pace yourself. So pacing yourself. Actually, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I do think that, you know, sometimes at the beginning of a relationship, it can be very easy for, you know, a lot of those like good new relationship energy feelings to kind of take over. And then the idea is how sustainable is that? I like to believe that it's pretty sustainable overall. Sustainable? (laughs) Sustainable. Let's try that again. I'm pretty sure it is sustainable, but we do have to work at it sometimes. Another thing I want you to think about, though, is that when we talk about overlap between the love languages, it's important to think like, okay, so how can I like check two boxes at once? So a great example of this is let's say that you like to give words of affirmation. Your partner enjoys receiving love that way, but maybe you also want to change it up a little bit and buy them a gift. It could simply be a card that says a lot of really heartfelt things. And then you write a little bit in the card. So in addition to giving them the gift of a card, maybe you actually put a gift card in it or something that they can go get their favorite soda or their favorite drink or a Starbucks or something along those lines with a quick note saying, hey, I hope you have a great day. That's a way to kind of overlap things so that it doesn't feel one dimensional. And I'm all about finding ways to multitask. And it is very, very possible that you can incorporate words of affirmation with pretty much every other love language in some regard. Another example could be, let's say at the end of your day, you have that kind of get together, talk about your day, just sort of share how things are going for you. Well, in that conversation, you could also make it a point while you're spending that quality check-in time to include some words of affirmation in whatever it is you're doing and saying, not letting it feel like it only has to sort of solve one thing at a time. That's really the key here is not just trying to feel so stuck and that there aren't options because man, there are always options. Always, always. The beauty and the awesomeness of me is that like I'm engaged when my partner speaks and I listen. And I remember because she told me she likes the little red chocolates that are in the red packaging. And I went and bought them and I like, I just left them on the counter and put a note or nothing. And then she got and texted me, oh, that was really sweet. Thank you very much. You do actually listen to me. Oh, <laughs> she confirmed that you do actually listen to her. That's yes. awesome. And that is very sweet because it shows that you listened. It shows that you put thought into something and you didn't just do it without sort of putting some thought into the action and it was appreciated. I think that's an example of a really balanced communication pattern. And that's a really cool thing. That makes me happy, Mr. Cash. I like that. 
It's called Mr. Cash Knows How to Score Brownie Points. <laughs> I'm so glad that Mr. Cash knows how to score brownie points. I know, I know. And I do. I think that's awesome. And I think, you know, with all of the love languages, the idea is to just be creative, to give yourself permission to think outside that box of what you ordinarily may do. Now, there is one little hook here that I want to mention because I've had some people asking questions after the previous weeks, how to know if you give and receive love in different languages. And so I do think it's important to recognize that it's possible you could give and receive differently. The best way to kind of verify this would be take the quiz, the love languages quiz. I'll put a link to it in the description. Take the love languages quiz through the perspective of how you like to receive love. Get your results and then do the quiz again, but do it through the perspective of how you like to give love. So you're imagining you're giving it, not receiving it to see if your results are the same. They might be, they may not be. You may have some overlap. You might find that there are some differences. That's really the best way that I can suggest to, to kind of get in touch with what your love language giving and your love language receiving actually is. You know, I uh, never thought about that before. I've been sitting here while you were saying that, thinking about, um, wow, do I give and receive the same way? And, mm -hmm. Huh. I'm going to have to think on that. That's that's really deep, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ponder that. Thank you. See, now you're going to have to take the assessment twice. Like, we're just stacking up the assessments, Randy. We are just stacking them up. I'm going to say that my assessment is, uh, I probably didn't do it. <laughs> Your assessment is that you probably didn't do it, but I am really glad to know that kind of having that perspective is helpful because I do. I think sometimes when we look at any of the assessments, it's one lens that we can better understand ourselves, how we show up and how our partner shows up. But anything we can do to take that to another level would be like doing it from a different perspective, like the giving and the receiving. So I do hope that you will try it. But I don't know. I have a feeling when we come back next week, I'm going to say, hey, Randy, did you do the assessment? And I can almost guess what the answer is going to be. Well, <laughs> first rule of comedy, don't kill the bit. Okay. All right. We won't kill the bit. Although I'm bad at that. You do realize that I am the person that wants to overexplain jokes. So I'll work on it. Likewise. And I'm known as the bit killer. So maybe next week I won't have it done. You're known as the bit killer. If people do want to follow along with you and your silly self, how can they do that? On the Instagrams at rcashcomedy. Thank you very, very much. Awesome. Awesome. If you do want to follow along with what I've got going on, you can go to lindsaywalden.com and you will find all the info there that you could possibly need. There's links to previous blog posts, past podcast episodes, ways to get the free relationship guide, all sorts of stuff. If you do want to connect with me on social media, on Facebook, it's Lindsay Walden Consulting. That's my page over there. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at This Is Lindsay Walden. On Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. And until next week, I do hope you keep living your best life and build on the relationship of your dreams. We will be back next week with more.